Love Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Ravenda with Mingles on Network Radio, coming to you live from Newark, Delaware. We have a wonderful guest today, Miss Stephanie Marie, and she'll be giving us her background, if she does, with her beautiful voice in the city of Philadelphia. But first, what we do, as you all know, is continue to promote all of our previous guests. So we want to play one of the songs from one of our previous guests, just so we can keep everything in rotation. And I'm going to play a song called Missing You by LaVar Thomas. And then when we come back, we're going to talk to Destiny. Ciao. I want to call and pour my heart out to you. You know I love you, it's the least I can do. For all the love you've given, don't you know I'm missing you? I'm missing you. It's funny how when you call, I answer the first ring. When you're away, I laugh at the pictures that we took last spring. So all my love I'm giving, cause you know I'm missing you. I'm missing you. Even a day without you seems too long. And I can't wait to Yeah. 
Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That was LeVar Thomas with Missing You. And I want to welcome my uh, guest today, Ms. Destiny. Destiny, are you on the line? Uh, yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, my God. How are you today, <laughs> Destiny? <laughs> oh, my goodness. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. Glad to have you here on Mingles on Network Radio. Um, probably took a little bit of time to get in because um, usually um, – um, they're on point, but uh, they're doing some upgrades, so it takes us a little bit of time to get in now. So I apologize for that if it, if, you know, if it held you up a little bit. But now we're on the air, and we're here to talk about you and your success oh, as you. uh, a beautiful singer. I've been listening to your music, and you're from my hometown, Philadelphia, so I'm very right. proud. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So um, let me just go in a little bit ways back into your your past from when you you know got involved in music. Now um, I understand from your biography that um, you worked for Amtrak and and you ap- actually won a talent search. Well, no, actually, a um, uncle of mine worked for Amtrak and they were throwing a talent search. I was uh, only about twelve at the time, and. Um, okay. Yeah, so you know, I couldn't work at Amtrak at twelve. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, well that's true. Yeah, but uh, they can't work there at thirty because right. they, didn't have a they were doing a, <laughs> they were doing a, fa- a friends and family, um, you know, competition, and oh, nice. yeah, and I, I just I kind of just entered just to see what it was like. It was my first and only competition, and um, I ended up winning the whole thing, and I couldn't believe it. I did not have that intention. And obviously, at twelve, I just wanted to get up and sing and. Um, I came home with the trophy, so that was that was great. <laughs> wow, I bet that was a really great experience. Were you nervous at all? Um, you know what? It's funny because I'm more nervous now at 22 than I was at 12. You know, back then it just was like, let's get on the stage, and I get to wear the pretty dress, and everybody's going to look at me for this whole five minutes. It's all mine. And now, you know, I'm, I'm like a big bundle of nerves, uh, you know, whenever I get on stage. I'm always fine once the music starts. But it's something about those first three minutes when they're announcing you on and they're, you know, they're talking about who you are and where you've been. And when they announce you on, for some reason, I'm very nervous. Like, I can't meet up to the expectations that they, uh, you know, that they kind of set me at. And But it always turns out good. It's a blessing. Uh, I know it is a, a blessing. You know, when you have that exposure. So now, what kind of uh, shows did you get to perform in when you when you um, were kind of like discovered? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, basically, I mean, I know it kind of sounds cliche, but you know, in Philadelphia, um, it's, this is what we call the land of music. So anywhere there was a show, you know, I was there. I would just show up, and most of the time, I had to beg the uh, show director to get on the show and <laughs> and say, oh, please, you know, while, while they're changing the equipment, I could just sing acapella, you know, wherever I went. Um, I just kind of showed up day or night, and um, I performed. Um, and I just, after a while, you kind of look up, and it's been, you know, five years later or ten years later, and then, you know, everybody knows your name. But back then, it was very humble beginnings, just showing up at a bunch of places and, and, and uh, convincing the MC as best as I could, you know, let me get on stage while you you guys switch doors or wait for the next act to come on. Let me warm up the crowd or keep them busy, and it, it worked. It worked most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the experience like meeting the mayor? The mayor. Well, at 12, you think the mayor is the president. 
you know, so it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm being the mayor. You know, this, he's great. He's, but you know what? He's he's a very good friend of uh, me and my family. He's been very kind to both me and my family uh, for many years. And uh, he, he's a great guy. He's a very nice guy. Now, um, I've also had the pleasure of meeting Everendell because uh, I expect on several occasions, and he is really, really nice. And mm-hmm. how did you how did you get to meet him? Believe it or not, we showed up at one of his events. Uh, we had a an invitation. Um, my mom worked for the city then, and, and we showed up at one of his events, and she kind of brought me along and said, "You know what? Why you guys are eating? Just let her sing." And <laughs> that's kind of how it happened. I mean, it's a crazy coincidence, but a lot of the shows that I got on back then were just me and my mom going from place to place saying, you know what, just let us sing. We don't want anything. We don't expect anything. You know, this is my 12-year-old daughter or a 10-year-old or, you know, however old I was, um, depending on the show. And, um, you know, we just showed up. I always showed up dressed up, sometimes a little overdressed, not realizing where I was going. And, um, you know, I just I just really sung. I just sung my heart out. And, um, you know, you, you just meet a lot of friends that way. You meet a lot of good people that way. When you just go there and get from your heart and don't expect anything and you just generally want to have a good time and, and entertain. And, you know, it, it's what has kept me around this long and what has uh, really set me to where I'm going now, just being a, a genuine person and just wanting to sing, not looking to be rich. I mean, rich is, is nice. Um, but, you know, I just love music so much, um, especially back then, you know, the the money really didn't matter. I just wanted to sing. I wanted to grab the microphone and hear the music play, and, and that's that's my thing. <laughs> now, it had to be amazing to be able to sing for the president. Uh, Bill Clinton was president at the time, mm-hmm. so it had to be an amazing experience to sing for him. I mean, in, any show that I've ever done is, is a, a huge a huge, huge honor, and in any show that I've, I've ever sung at, it's always like the first time to me. Like it, it always seems brand new. And although I've been doing it as long as I've been doing it, it just seems every. I get wild at any little thing. You would swear like I just started singing last week. I get wild at anything. It, it's um, it's an adrenaline rush. I, you know, I get excited, and it's, it's one feeling that I that I can't describe and I can't, I haven't been able to get from anything else that I've done besides singing. So, you know, I'm always happy wherever I can be at. It could be a big crowd or it could be a small crowd of 20. Um, it's just, it's, it, it makes me feel good, you know, and it makes me feel good that people want to actually hear me sing. You know, that kind of helps too. <laughs> but yeah. um, Well, we want to also hear you sing and our listeners, um, uh, we haven't filled up our chat room yet because it's a new chat room, so people are mm-hmm. still navigating to get to it. I uh, understand that April is trying to get through as well. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to play one of your songs, and if you want, you can call April and just tell her to call the show number in, and we'll just have her listen in if she can't make it into the chat room. Okay, great. So I'm going to go ahead and put on, um, I have your songs listed. So I'll start off with uh, something that I really like that was very interesting, cell phone. <laughs> okay. I, I love that. <laughs> Hello. Hey, babe. What's up? Chilling. What's up with you? I called you earlier today. Why didn't you answer your phone? Uh, I was on vibrate. Probably couldn't. You know, I couldn't hear it. Why didn't you leave me a message? I tried to leave you a message, but your mailbox was full. It's full. Uh huh. Wait. Is that your other line again? 
That was very interesting. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Who hasn't had that kind of experience? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it actually, I mean, obviously, believe it or not, it came from a, a, a real experience um, that did not happen to me, but did happen to my sister. My sister actually um, wrote cell phone. Um after a turbulent relationship uh, that was on and off for three years and, you know, same old scenario, you find infidelity and this day and age, the new way to cheat, as we all know, is either internet or cell phone. So um, <laughs> she fell victim to that, as many of us do from time to time, and uh, she decided to write about it, and I told her I was singing for her. <laughs> so now, do you write any of your music yourself? Oh, yes, I actually write all of my music. Um, it just so happens she had a very interesting topic, and so I said, okay, I'll sing it. But, um, yeah, I write 95% of my music, all of it. Oh, that's great. And you're how yeah. old again, 22? Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I was uh, 16, so it hasn't been that long, but, you know, long enough to um, – kind of get used to uh, the concept of how music should go, and um, I, I play piano, so, you know, I do a little something, a little something. <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm very proud to, to see, you know, talent not being wasted, because there's a lot of talent out there, and uh, they don't have a lot of support, yes. and uh, people to, you know, give them a chance to show how much talent they do have, so Absolutely. we're going to change some things. Mingles on Network Radio is going to change that, you know, but we'll talk about that later. So now when you were able to, you know, step out of your, your home environment, mm-hmm. what kind of experiences did you have um, musically? You know, like where did you go from Philadelphia? Um, well, after I had performed at mostly every place here in Philadelphia twice, <laughs> I um, eventually went out. I eventually um, started um, doing shows in Atlanta City. Um, someone from here in Philadelphia was throwing shows um, down Atlanta City, and they were in charge of the entertainment. And they asked me to come and be the um, our cocktail entertainment. And that was actually um, when I was about 15 years old. So it was interesting. But I, I performed at the Caesars. Uh, the Showboat, um, the Sands Hotel, I performed that about four times. Um, actually, every, just about every casino besides the Borgata down Atlanta City, I've been at at least three times. So um, from Atlanta City, obviously, so many people come to Atlanta City, then you tend to build relationships and you meet new people who have shows in Atlanta. And then from Atlanta, I went to Chicago. And then, you know, from Chicago, I went to Detroit. And, you know, I eventually made my way back here to Philadelphia. But... Uh, in California, you know, I, I did some work out of California for a while. I actually um, did a couple of songs for Disney a few years ago. Um, so, you wow. know, I've, yeah, it's just really, um, how do you put it? I guess staying on your grind and uh, performing wherever you could be seen at and eventually, you know, with a lot of determination, which is really what it takes. I mean, talent is 50% of it, but the other 50% is determination because I'm sure, as you know, places here like Philadelphia and many other places, uh, there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions of destinies or, you know, Beyonce's or Jasmine Sullivan's or, you know, anyone that you can oh, yeah. somebody out there. You know, there's so many people out there, um, but the de- determination is, is what sets you where you need to go, you know. So oh, that's I'm not, absolutely correct. 
Yeah, I'm not doing anything that's, ex- you know, extremely different from what any other singer wants to do, but I just kept at it. And so if I could reach anybody out there today, I would just like to really tell them that some days, you, some days you're going to get sad and some days you're going to say, I'm not going to do it anymore, it's not working. But just always think that when you feel like you're going to give up, that very day you feel like you're going to give up, who knows what tomorrow is going to bring. Um, that's where I got to where I have got to. Um, when I was 19, you know, three years ago, um, I kind of felt down about everything, things that started going on hold, and I, you know, told my mom, like, you know what, I'm done, I'm not going to sing anymore. I'm going to school to be a veterinarian. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm done with the singing, and, you know, just when I decided I didn't want to do it, you know, I took off for about a year, and then I got a call from John Legend's people to come open up for him and Perry LaBelle at a few of their concerts around America. Wow. You know, so um, had I not, you know, stuck in there a little bit longer and at least considered it, that that may not have even happened. So some people take some four or five months to get to it, and other people take ten years. But either way, if you really want to do it, just keep at it. That's absolutely true, and um, I, I know that Patty LaBelle is very supportive to uh, young artists, especially from Philadelphia, because there are so many, and she's so connected. You oh, know, yeah. her son in his studio, and you know, and there's a lot of other people out there that are also. You know, very supportive when it comes to that. And there's so many different um, places in Philadelphia that you can actually go once mm-hmm. you get, you know, somebody that can help support you to be oh. able to perform because they're open. You know, they got doors right. open. And you know what, so no, now, no, no no, show is too small because the smaller shows are, you know, the, the, the bigger people come out and they, they check you out those smaller shows and that's how you get on the big stage. Nobody wakes up one day and gets on the big stage. There's always a whole bunch of uh, little steps to get to that big arena. So no show is too small. In a place like Philadelphia, um, if I could say anything about Philadelphia, they certainly have a lot of stages that you can perform on, big or small, big and small. Uh, you know, so I absolutely agree. Oh, yes, most definitely. Now, um, I see that you had been able to do, you know, something for – one of the games in Philly, and and they have such a huge, huge stadium. Mm-hmm. Was that like really crazy for you to to have to perform in front of all those people? To be quite honest, that was actually one of the easier um, events that I've done. Um, you know, because I'm a person whether it's 20 people or, or it's 20,000 people, which is what it was at um, you know, at at the Sixers Stadium. You know, it depends on what I'm singing. It's not so much how many people are in the audience. It depends on what I'm singing. And for me, the national anthem is something that I've always been comfortable doing. Uh, So I was extremely excited. I'm a huge fan of sports. I love uh, basketball. I love football. Absolutely love it. So um, it was a treat for me to come sing and to be able to watch the game. I was extremely excited. And every time I go, because I've been there twice, every time I've gone, um, I I get more and more excited. It, It doesn't get old to me at all. Wow. So now um, when you were, you know, on your way to go to other locations to perform, um, it looks like you you actually got to go to, you know, New York Mm -hmm. and do something. How was that that audience for you? Um, The New York audience kind of reminds you of the Philadelphia audience, but you have to impress them a little bit more, and understandably so, because in New York, you know, that's also the music capital, and everybody and their mom and their want to sing. So, 
Um, you know, the audience was great. Um, they're very responsive if they like you, and if they don't like you, they're very responsive in that way, too. So <laughs> you definitely want to bring your A game when you go to New York. You don't want to go there whispering and singing. You know, you want to go there and, and blow it out as best as you can, and not just on a vocal level, but New York, they're very impressed with, from from my experience, um, someone who can give a show, not so much that you can sing well, but to actually give a show to entertain they are very, very uh, keen on being entertained. So as long as you know that. Hello? Hello? Yes, I'm here. Okay, I'm sorry. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I'm sorry. So like I was saying, once you um, get on your your game, um, then, you know, New York is, a, is an excellent audience. And every time I go to New York, it, it's fun. I mean, just, the, the city of lights, well, you know, all the lights everywhere, the Big Apple, it's just the whole feeling. It, it, I feel different when I go to New York. I feel like, you know what, I made it. I can do it. Um, it it's an experience that I think every singer, every single singer um, should experience to go to New York and, and just to see what the life is like because that's where music really is. So, you know. It's almost like a chef not ever going into a kitchen. Like, if you're a chef, you got to go to the kitchen. And oh, absolutely. Yeah, so it's the same thing with singing. If you're a singer, then you got to go to New York, or you're not a singer. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and then, and of course you're going to have to head to Vegas, too, because, you know, oh, yeah. that's, that's oh, a yeah. bigger place to even go, um, you know, large, especially when you become more recognized. Yeah, I, well, I haven't very well yet, but I can't wait. <laughs> but you'll you'll get there. You'll get there. You're on the right track. I'm trying. I'm definitely trying. So now I understand you have your own band. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And um, they go with you everywhere to perform. Um, they haven't gone with me everywhere lately because a lot of places that I've gone, they may have their own bands or um, a lot of concerts, including the John Legend concert. They actually kind of wanted you to bring your own tracks, you know, which is kind of different. Wow. Um, a lot of places here in Philadelphia ask that you bring bands, but you you start to realize, depending on where you're at, some places favor the live band and other places, uh, you know, favor the track. So it's uh, pretty interesting once you travel and you see who prefers what. Um, in the places that I've gone lately, you know, the tracks are kind of what's in right now, unless you go to a city, a major city like Philadelphia or New York, um, or Atlanta City, obviously, um, because that's an entertainment capital, uh, one of them. Um, you know, most places um, want you to come with uh, tracks that kind of sound like a live band, like a live band playing and you record it, as opposed to, uh, you know, carrying around your, your band with you. Plus, you know, Ravinda, it is a recession, so <laughs> it's, a lot cheaper. it's a lot cheaper to just bring your own. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, for the music industry. Like bring your own bottle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So the music industry has hit, uh, hit the recession hits them as well because the bands are not coming out as they used to. So it, it's oh, something yeah. to get adjusted to. I don't know if you ever heard of the Clef Club in Philadelphia, oh, yeah. right on Broad- Fitzwater, but yeah. um, I'm friends with James Dennis, who's one of the um, the teachers there mm-hmm. as, and instructors, as well as um, he's um, promoting and managing the Latin Beach Jazz festival mm-hmm. that's going on down there mm-hmm. and he's also working on bringing in new artists you know like people yeah. who haven't really been out there a lot to get them the uh you know the availability to be on stage because it's a really nice atmosphere um i've been there a couple of times for the the, the uh, jazz shows that they've been doing 
And, yeah, uh, I actually heard about that um, through um, a gentleman by the name of Dave Wilkes. I think he's in conjunction with that as well. I think Dave Wilkes is also going to uh, help bring in people to the club club. So it's going to be something very exciting to see. Yeah, well, anytime you decide you want to be over there, you want to do something new, let me know. I can get you connected to James because James is looking for artists that really like yourself who have experience and know the protocols about performing because there's a lot of people who have no experience. They don't know what to do, and, like, they'll come late. I understand. I understand. They come in there, like, crappy clothes, and they want uh-huh. to be prepared, you know, and, and, like, if you have experience and you know how to do things, you know, it, it helps the show move along a lot better. But, you know, you let me know you stay in contact with me, and um, let me know if you ever want to do that. Absolutely. Now I'm going to go ahead and put another song on of yours. Um, All right. <laughs> uh, Live My Life, which is really a really great title. Yeah. Uh, before I put it on, give me some idea of, of what you um, went through to come up with that song. Uh, well, Live My Life, I wrote uh, literally in about 20 minutes. Uh, it's just um, It was one of those songs that I felt like I needed to write because um, sometimes we find in our lives that we have people who love us so much that they feel as though it's the best thing for for you if, if they decide what, what you need to do because they know what's best for you. you. You know, and it relates to anyone. It could be a daughter who's trying to talk to her mother or it could be, you know, a, a child who says, you know what, Dad, I want to go to college and do this. I don't want to be the lawyer that you are. I want to be the sports administrator. You know, it's just um, something I feel as though a lot of people can relate to because that was how I was feeling, you know, um, growing up the youngest of five. Um, you know, everybody kind of sheltered me, and, you know, it, it's a lot of love. We have a very tight family. But at the same time, I, I, I'm growing into a woman. I, You know, I'm 22 years old, and I just kind of wanted to live my life, you know, the way that I want to, you know, um, because they have to, I feel as though those who love me have to trust me enough to make the right decision. And I felt as though there was a lot of young people out there who felt the same way. You kind of feel that pressure to kind of please your parents or to kind of please your boss or to please your boyfriend or, you know, anybody that you feel as though you have to compromise yourself to please them, this song is for them, you know, to say, you know, you have to understand, you know, I got my own plan. So that's basically what Live My Life is about, <laughs> doing doing you. Wow. Such wise <laughs> words from such a young woman. <laughs> I hope all the young girls your age are listening because, you know, a lot of them are not listening to anybody talk as wise as you or your parents. They're just out there. Don't live for no man, lady. Live your life. They don't live theirs. Ladies, live your life. Kids, if you're responsible enough, go to college, do what you want to do, live your life. But, you know, don't get disrespectful with your parents now. But live your life. That's, That's right, because you life. never know when you're going to need your parents now. That's right. <laughs> you're going to live your life, and then, you know, you're going to mess yourself up, and they won't pay their tuition for you. But that's another story. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, pay live bail. Your life reason. Live your life within reason. Don't burn your bridges, but still live your life. Oh, that's my favorite motto. Do not burn your bridge. I know so many oh, people yeah. have burned the bridge from me to them. So okay. I, I know exactly <laughs> what that means. Let me go ahead and put that song on. around 
You know what was was actually uh, kind of crazy is the the age. Um, I don't have a challenge with so much as the gender. There's a gender problem because, as you know, uh, the music industry is a male-dominated business. Uh, right. You know, so you know, depending on where I go and and who I meet um, and what type of show I'm on, you kind of get the air that they don't think that you know what you're talking about. You can possibly know what you're talking about. You know, you're, you're a woman, you're a singer. But in reality, I'm more than just a woman and a singer. I'm a songwriter. You know, I'm a fan of music. I do not, you know, just listen to my music. I listen to all genres of music, and I'm kind of like a student of the music. So, you know, anyone out there who thinks that I don't know what I'm talking about, you might want to guess again <laughs> before you step in. <laughs> <laughs> But um, other than that, um, they don't bother me with the age at all. Um, Actually, the younger you are, the the happier they are to be around you um, in a crazy way. But um, every now and then you you meet up with the show promoters, the the, the ones, the male show promoters, and they think that you don't know what you're talking about, you just need to sing. And while I've never in my career have, have had to get disrespectful with anyone, I definitely make sure to stand my ground because, you know, this is who I am. I'm not going to turn a man anytime soon or ever. You know, so you have to respect me as a woman and as a musician and as an artist. All right. So if you demand that respect, that's when you're going to get it. Oh, For yeah. some of those people that have a hard time of offering it. Because oh, yeah. sometimes they get a little bit too high in the clouds, yeah. and they, they don't remember that they, you know, they were once a beginner in this game as well. Right, right. I mean, some of them, um, you know, have to be brought down to earth. But then you meet people like Taylor Bell who are, uh, you know, just as genuine as the day she started singing. Um, my mom and my aunt, Dolores, actually went to school with Patty LaBelle. And, you know, they they talk about how genuine she was then even till now. And in many ways, um, like a lot of artists here in Philadelphia, uh, you know, Patty LaBelle is our queen, and we all kind of model ourselves uh, to be like her. And if you want to be like her, one of the things you have to do first and foremost is stay down to earth and be personable and be friendly. Um so for me, for somebody like me, it kind of comes easy because I come from a big family with a lot of personalities. The biggest personality being my mom. You know, she's just as crazy as she wants to be, and she kind of keeps me on the earth. Sorry, mom, but yeah, she <laughs> she, keeps, um, she keeps me grounded, and um, it, it's not very hard to to stay grounded when you have somebody in your corner like that, um, who is not oh, afraid to uh, who who's not afraid to tell you, you know, that you. Stuff thinks like everybody else. <laughs> That's right. Now I've been trying to get Miss Patty on my show. Um, I've been sending her emails, so she's on my MySpace page um, mm-hmm. because I absolutely have loved her forever. I've seen her a few of her shows. My mother mm-hmm. is a diehard fan of hers, mm-hmm. and I know that she's still out there doing her thing. And I have wanted to get her on the show to talk about how it was to do the reunion with LaBelle. Mm-hmm. And um, if you happen to get in touch with her, just tell her give me a holler at my MySpace <laughs> or she can call me or whatever. Cause I'm I'm still a Philly girl, even though I live in Delaware. Um, you know, it's just got a little wild. Patty, I'm with this is Destiny. You know, I did the show for you. We haven't talked for a while. Holler, so there you go. That's right. right. <laughs> now, I say the same thing. Yeah, I love her. Now, speaking of um, having support, you know, there's a lot of young artists out there that, you know, are going through a lot of stuff because they don't have the, the family unit that you have and the support. 
um, that, you know, will keep them from the trouble that they get in. And then there are some whose family members kind of, like, overdo it, mm-hmm. you know, like just like general sergeants or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever have any times where you feel like you just want to do stuff all by yourself or or that, you know, you feel like you can't do something, you want somebody else to take over? Do you ever have those kind of feelings? Um, well, you know, 22 is, is an interesting age because, it's still young, but it's, it's, you're in the in-between phase between being, you know, a, a young lady and trying to be a woman. So I'm actually going through that phase right now where I feel as though, you know, I want to do things on my own and make my own decisions. But it's kind of hard when you have had people in your corner for so many years, and because they love you so much, they feel as though they know what's best for you. Um, so, you know, it, it's um, – a little battling back and forth, but I've been blessed enough that no matter what the outcome actually is, at the end of the day, that I have people like my mom and my brothers and sisters who have my back. Um, you know, we, we're like any other family. You know, we have our arguments and our battles. Um, but at the end of the day, I know in my heart that they all want they want to, you know, what's best for me. So, um, oh, wait a minute. I just got a text message. Apparently... Ravinda, at the end uh-huh. of July, I will be the feature act at the Cluff Club. <laughs> oh, my <right>, girl. <laughs> See how things work. That works fast. See how everything works. That's the that works fast. That's what you're going to do. I've got to talk to James now. James must be listening somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to James Thank you very much, Dave Brooks. I will see you there. And anybody who's in the area, come check me out and just come and have a good time. That's all I can ask. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll be there. Now, um, when you get to, you know, perform other places like larger uh, areas where, like let's say West Coast, um, does the atmosphere seem to change for you musically when you're on it? Because I don't know what it is, but when we're over here, our mm-hmm. our music is a little bit more soulful and, and like yes, heartwarming. But when you're over there, it's just like all about the party. Oh yeah. Um. Well, I, even though I, I'm a, a soul girl at heart, um, as I mentioned before, I listen to all genres of music. And uh, growing up, I sung a bit of jazz, I sung a bit of pop, and I just kind of settled into R&B soul. Um, but some of my music that I've recorded has kind of crossed over onto the the pop charts, you know. So, uh-huh. um, the, you know, the pop is the party music and is you know universal. So I find yeah, that when Britney, I do shows here Britney on the Spears. East, right, <laughs> right, exactly more Britney Spears. Um, but um, the the songs that I record, um, you know, some of them are R and B and some of them are pop. And I noticed that the R and B ones on the East Coast get the more uh, flair and and um, and favoritism, and on the uh, West Coast, you know, I do the pop music, um, but it's all me, so I don't have a problem doing it. It's just a matter of um, rotating the um, show um, the show performance around. But um, I do notice that it's, it's more of a party over there. But you know, that's that's great. The balance between East Coast and West Coast pop and R and B for me is awesome. It just keeps everything fresh and new. So I'm with it. That's right. Now, have you decided about, you know, like getting into any other forms of entertainment like um, movies, uh, Broadway, things like that? I'm actually um, in the studio right now producing and writing other music along with Carvin Higgins of uh, Karma Productions. Um, We're writing for other artists. So I'm I'm more creative Mm 
in the background, and uh, a lot of people know, I do uh, vocal arrangement, and, you know, I do musical arrangement, and I, I do a lot of writing. Um, so in the immediate future, what you will hear on the radio is a lot of songs that are written by me that are sung by bigger artists such as, you know, Rihanna and Jordan Sparks. You will hear those songs, and um, if you look up the credits, you will see my name. Um, but oh, hey, the, girl. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. But in the distant future, um, I do look forward to uh, writing musical scores for Broadway, although I have no interest and sing on Broadway. I've always wanted to be in the background and, and kind of write some of the scores for Broadway. So um, hopefully that is something that will be in my future. Um, music for movies, I would rather just – I like to stay in the background and write the music. I want to be the theme music to anybody's movie or anybody's TV show. So you're going to see a lot of theme music from Destiny O'Reilly. Wow. That would be wonderful. <laughs> now, I, do, I did have a um... – a composer on the show, uh, Earl Johnson Jr. from the West Coast, he actually composes um, music for movies, you know, like soundtracks, things like mm-hmm. that. He's mm-hmm. been doing it, and he also does arrangements. He's worked with a lot of people like Stevie Wonder and oh, wow. uh, Mary J. Blige. I mean, he's worked with Tahina Marie and mm-hmm. and uh, Earth, Wind & Fire, a lot of folks. So I'd be happy to. Uh, you got to hook me up, You got to hook me up. <laughs> Come on, man, you can I'll connect you to. Look, he told me he's looking for vocalists, okay? So I said, hey, well, look, I'm with it. pick I'm me with it. and you can get somebody up. I'm with it. I can sing. I'll write. Listen, I, you know, I sweep floors well. Come on, I'm with it. Let's go. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> and he is so nice. He is hilarious. Oh, my God. When he's on the show, he, he just had us cracking up, telling us about his stories about falling off the stage, you know, <laughs> things like that. Oh, I have two really of like myself. Him. I have plenty of those myself, so I completely understand. I was um, in Atlanta City one time, and in my earlier shows, I used to perform with uh, gowns on. And imagine being a 15-year-old wearing a gown uh, in, in, in high heels. You know, I used to be kind of a tomboy, and I used to play football and stuff a lot. So to come from playing football to getting on stage with a gown and four-inch heels, you know, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't a pretty sight. And I had fallen over many of uh, microphone cords and electrical cords in my time, so I understand. <laughs> but but you, have you ever had anything as bad as um, the one that, that little spill that Beyonce had when she fell down? Oh, stuff? my God. Oh, that was but you know bad. What? She, she got up. She looked good. That's my girl. It was a bad spill, but I, we love her. Don't we love her? <laughs> That ponytail could have been in the audience, you know. Cause it, it could have. <laughs> but see, that's what good and money she still did it. Good money will keep your weave on when you fall. It will keep it on. I know. She has to get good weave now. Yeah, she has some good weaves because if she had a bad weave, it would have been on somebody else's head by the end of the night. And, so then, that, and then it would have been on eBay by the next morning. Somebody would have been showing the right. so. <laughs> I completely yeah. understand. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but, you know, oh, I'm sure. I mean, a lot of people have told me a lot of different things that have happened, you know, wardrobe mishaps and and, and other things and, you know, audience people (laughs) doing something crazy. Because I went to an R. Kelly show for the Powerhouse once, and, I mean, I was sitting right there, right smack in front of R. Kelly, and a guy got on the stage and started doing, like, this male exotic dance, like, right on the stage. Oh my god! And, and, and he had a good seat, 
and the, the security took them out of there. I'm like, you have a good seat. That's a $150 seat. Why would you mess up your seat? Yeah. Or stuff like that. Now you can't see the rest of the show. But you know what? That, that's, that's Philadelphia, and that's Powerhouse for you. When you go there, you see the show, but then you might see more than just the show. I love Powerhouse. The energy there is always great, and you never know what you're going to see. So anybody who's listening out there, if you come to Philadelphia area around October, check out Powerhouse. You're going to see the performers, and then you're going to see additional performances that were not planned. Because that's how we are. That's how we do in Philly. That's right. And I want to give a shout-out to Power 99. You know, I'm, I'm up here trying to compete with Power 99. That's I told right. Uncle O, I told Uncle O, okay, listen to me on the radio. Give me some That's tips. Right. Uncle O, <laughs> but, <at> me. <laughs> um, now, how do you um, deal with your your promotion of your music? What is it? What is your process? Do you have like a company that works for you right now to do that, um, or you're yes, doing it by yourself? Um, I actually work with um, three different companies. One of them is Wilkes Productions. I, I deal with Wilkes Productions. I deal with um, Black Satin Music, which is um, my new company that my mom and I founded, and then my mom is doing an exquisite job at. Uh, shout out to Angel uh, Brown. Hey, Mama. But uh, <laughs> uh, Black. Yeah, me and Mama gonna have to talk after the show. Yeah, oh, yeah. I got Mama's, some stuff in mind for her. <laughs> yeah, Mama is definitely on the grind. So you know, shout out to Black uh, Satin Music, Works Productions, and also I just recently signed to Artist One Entertainment. Shout out to Melody Forrester. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so we do right. things, but you know, you can't just um, keep yourself in in one pot. You gotta. Exhaust all your possibilities, you know, and then you'll feel okay if things don't work out. Hopefully they will work out, but, you know, you'll feel all right once you've known that you've exhausted all your possibilities. So right now, you know, I'm getting to where I fit in. You know, I keep Black Satin Music with me, Book Production sticks with me, and we're going to see what Artist First has to offer. But it looks like a very bright future. Well, I'll be happy to offer my promotional web services for you as well. All right. On Network all right. Radio. All we right. got a nice... Uh, website that we're putting together to to kick off the launch for all the artists that we've had on the show, as well as anybody else interested in getting web promotion. We got a whole lot of uh, resources available to get you to build your fan base online because mm-hmm. a lot of times that's where you need to start. If you mm-hmm. want to have those other folks hear you, the fans are going to be yelling your name first, and then <laughs> when those label people hear you, they're going to be like, "What is this?" This name, this buzz, you know, oh, we create yeah. the buzz for you. So, you know, I'll get you some information. If you're interested, you can just come on over and let us help you out. I'm now, I'm going to go play on another song, and when I come back, I want to um, talk to you a little bit more about, you know, some other things you might have in mind of doing as far as, like, giving back. Mm-hmm. And um, so th- think about that for a moment while I go ahead and play another song. Okay. okay I'm going to play I Want to. I want to.
you know, embarrass them, with, embarrass them on their job and, you know, yeah. pull up their clothes and bleach them. Right, you know, write a hate poem. Write a hate poem and lipstick on their window shield. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, spray paint. And, and, and let me just say, I don't, don't condone any vandalism, but I understand. I got friends. It comes can, off. Yeah, you know, it, it happens. It happens to the best of us. But um, I want to was just, you know, after we had our disagreement, I literally went into the room and I had made this list of all these things I can do. And when I looked at it, I said, you know what, I'm going to write a song. That's what I could do. That I need to be productive even in my anger. I need to be productive and, and do something that's going to benefit someone else. And it's benefiting nobody if I go down there and I mess up somebody's car. But it will benefit if I write the song. So that's where I want to came well, from. Well, that is a good way of of making a choice. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people do not make good choices. A lot of young right. people make terrible choices, and right. most of the time, it's it's when they go out on their own and they think they know everything. So there's some that are not like you that will listen to your elders <laughs> and, <laughs> and take take that advice to heart and learn from your mistakes and learn from your actions and oh, and yeah. other people's mistakes and actions. But you know, we we always try to uh, speak to young people that come mm-hmm. to the show to the show, and mm-hmm. to tell them, you know, try to stay as grounded as possible, stay focused, because when you start letting other people's nonsense get in your way, it can cause you to mess up something with just one move, and mm-hmm. it could be the wrong move, and it could jack everything up for you for the rest yeah, of your life. Absolutely, you know, and so. you know, I I've seen so many people, you know, growing up, uh, you know, mess things up because of one moment where, you know, they kind of just lost their head. And so mm-hmm. although I was on my way down to the garage to give his car a makeover, I said, you know what? <laughs> Not going to do it. Not happening. <laughs> I got this second thing going for me, and, you know, I'm just going to see what is rides me out before I, you know, become a interior and exterior decorator. So <laughs> that's where I want to now- take from. Now, when you become successful like you are and you have so many blessings coming to you, mm-hmm. what is it that you do that you know, helps you to give back, you know, to your community or other people that are less fortunate, things like mm-hmm. that? Because, you know, God gives us blessings so that we can share those with others. So how do you give back? Well, actually, um, it's a blessing uh, in disguise that I, I grew up in very humble beginnings, as I mentioned before. I was the youngest of five, and um, my mom was a single mom. And, you know, so things weren't always so easy for us. You know, there were days where the lights weren't on, and, and, you know, days where the water may not have been cut on or it wasn't enough to eat. So I am one of those people who grew up and realized how much it means to even have a light bill on or or somebody pay your light bill, somebody give you a bag of groceries. So um, both my mom and I are setting up a foundation called Angel's Destiny, and uh, this foundation is going to help a lot of um, people who just need just the bare necessities. I mean, you don't know how it feels to give somebody a warm plate. Still to this day, my mom still cooks for the neighborhood. In fact, she's cooking Friday, and, uh, you know, she feeds people in the neighborhood. So um, it's something that was always in me. Um, once we were able to all get on our feet, then my mom immediately gave back because she remembers the days when people gave to her. So a lot of my charity work and my um, – my ambition and my, my drive to do charity work is just from growing up being one of those people, just not having the lights on and not having 
uh, you know, the the best outfits to wear to school or, you know, not having uh, adequate food or, you know, whatever the situation was many years ago. Um, I just always remember that in the back of my head. And no matter where I go or what I do or who I meet, that is something that is in me, and I carry it with me. Um, I know how important it is. You don't have to go around giving everybody a million dollars and buying them a car. Sometimes they just need $300 to keep their light on. Sometimes they need right. a, a couple of cans of food just to feed their kids through the night. Um, so with every fiber of my being until the day that God calls me home, I will be um, helping out people, and, and you're not going to hear about it, but those people who will be helped, they will know, you know, that I did it and, and that hopefully maybe one day they, they'll be inspired to help someone else out. We all need to help each other. You don't have to be rich oh, and famous to help somebody. You know, every my mom was was never rich, but even in her poorest days, when she had an extra pack of hot dogs to spare, she would take it next door to our neighbors. You know, so it's, it's a little thing. You don't have to be a singer. You don't have to be a basketball player. You don't have to be a superhero. You just have to be somebody who cares. So, just has um, to be alive. Yeah, <laughs> just exactly. Just be alive. Everybody can help, Everybody can help well, someone. So, uh, you know, that's what the Angels Destiny Foundation is all about. And do you guys have a logo for that organization? No, I'm going to let my mom design it. She's a pretty good designer. She's very good at picking out names. I mean, she picked out the name Destiny, so I kind of leave it in her hands. She gave me my name, my God-given name, and she's pretty good with the design. So we haven't really... Uh, picked it out yet, but um, mom, if you're listening, come on, holler at me. We need that. <laughs> uh, what I could do is uh, help you promote that on all the websites that I go to, the organizational mm-hmm. um, programs that I come across, the, mm-hmm. the social networks, because there's so many social networks out there, and I, every time I have to do a show, I have to go to each and every one of them to post the event. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of people there, and once you guys get, you know, things running smoothly, and, and mm-hmm. I do try to go on the Philadelphia side as well as the entire East Coast so that you, oh, you know, wow. probably get a lot of, of people from this side of town to be able to um, be recognized um, to, to support you in, in some way. So, so, so you are a one-stop promoting shop, huh? <laughs> yes, I am. I promote book authors. You know anybody oh, writing a book? We love you. We put them love on the you. show. Because <laughs> you know I'm writing. I'm a writer myself. I'm yeah. a writer, and I write a lot of different things. I write screenplays, and I write poetry. I write songs and books, mm-hmm. and you know. And oh. uh, I like to support anybody else that does that. I'm writing blogs right now for my radio show, but um, I have a book coming out. It's a little risque. I don't know if I can let you look at it yet, Miss Destiny. Oh, I'm trying to see that. I won't tell her that I want it. She's not going to say nothing. <laughs> I don't want her to think that I'm trying to corrupt you. But oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to watch Angel. Angel Tales. Tales. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not following in the footsteps of Zane, but um, it's similar. Uh-huh. But I, I think I, um, you probably remember Prince and the way he writes his music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He used a lot of metaphors, so it's not so, you know, very uh, aggressive and, mm-hmm. and right. You know, vivid. Yeah, <laughs> so I use a lot of that and dramatic mm-hmm. writing. And um, you know, I got a book coming out called The Little Tales, sometime wow. in July, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, if you're old enough, because I don't think 22 is old <laughs> enough, but uh. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, my mama be happy to hear that. My mom and my For that kind of stuff, young lady. So. Uh-huh. Well, you know <laughs> but what? But mama I, might. I so mama might want it. <laughs> 
But you know what, my, my friend, I, I told a friend of mine, you know, wink, wink, a friend of mine will pick it up, wink, wink, and, you know, we'll see what that book is about. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. You yeah, go over there for yeah. her curlers. You're going to yeah. go over there and read book. You, oh, you sure yeah. taking a long time to get the curlers. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's ways to get around there. It wasn't too long ago I was a teenager, so there's ways to get around there. But that's another story for another day. I love you, Mom. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you if you have any other artists that you know, any um authors, you know, any organizations that are trying to get some recognition, things like that, um, mm-hmm. just let me know because I can promote them of course Absolutely. in the book. On and the well, show. We need more people like you. We we need more um radio shows like this where, you know, you just everybody just kinda helps each other and you find a real talent out there, you know. So I appreciate you for what you are doing and you've been having me on here tonight. I'm extremely excited. I couldn't wait all day long until I got to talk. <laughs> I'm so serious. I'm I mean I know you can't see me but I'm like in front of the mirror with my lip gloss on and my baby hair out and I'm like totally gonna feel like mom. Um, so, <laughs> I'm so happy to be well, you here. know, it, it won't stop here because uh, I'm a, involved in a larger network of the uh, independent radio hosts on mm-hmm. Block Talk Radio as well as some other um, stations that are out there like uh, You Broadcast, Procaster, and Podbear. There's a lot of different um, uh, formats that you can go on. So all I have to do is pass the word on, mm-hmm. and um, they will be inviting you to be guests on their show. Oh, uh, I just came from a show before I started mine from um, one of my oldest friends on the radio, Jerry Butler. He he has a lot of, um, let's say, friends and connections in the music industry as well as the film industry. So I can uh, pass the word on to him to schedule mm-hmm. you for his show. He's mm-hmm. usually on every night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Um, then he has some days where he's on a little earlier or a little later. It's only about a difference of an hour. So I most definitely can, um, you know, forward your information to him as well, and you can be oh, on that'd his be show. that would be great. That would be great. And, I mean, Thank he you. had a young lady on today who was in mm-hmm. a movie with uh, Martin Lawrence called uh, Oh wow. Uh, Nothing to Lose, the one who played his wife. Mhm, mhm. Uh, I can't pronounce the name because it was a really pretty name, but I, I don't want to mess it up, so I won't say it. She was, <laughs> she was also with <laughs> girlfriends, and she's um, involved in a lot of acting and things like that. So he has really great people on his show, and he can put you on there right in, you know, in co- cohesiveness with the people who will get you somewhere. Mhm. If you know what I'm saying. Oh um, yeah, so I don't, understand. Don't be surprised. <laughs> Don't be surprised okay. if you oh, get yeah. word from me. I'm looking Oh yeah, most definitely. I'm gonna. I'll hook you up. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Okay. I'm gonna put on another song, and um, when we come back, I'm gonna give some shout outs to the the listeners on the lines and the family members that are supporting you as we speak. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> give them a chance to say something to you, and I'm gonna put on better with you. And All right. I, uh, All right. I really love that. That was so sweet. No, by the, by the way, did you see the banner that I created for you? I did not see the banner. Where is it at? If you get a chance, go on the main page um, for Blog Talk Radio. When you mm-hmm. go into the search bar up at the top, put in, in capital letters, Mingle Zone Network, three separate words. It will bring mm-hmm. up all my pages. And when mm-hmm. you go to the show, you'll see your name. And then you'll see a banner um, that I created for you. 
uh, with a couple of your pictures, and there's a little music player on there too. So if you oh. want, I can give you the code for that to put on your MySpace page. Oh wow! Um, Wait, okay, I'm, I'm on Block Talk Radio right now. So when we get back from um, the break, when you play the song, I need to get that information again so I can see it. I'm excited. Okay, no problem. <laughs>
that was so beautiful. Oh, thank oh. you. Thank you. Love so that much. song. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Thank you. Now, I want to give this time since we we have about twelve minutes left to um to share with your your fans that are on the lines, okay. and uh, let them give you some shout outs. Okay. And anybody can just get started and just say whatever you want to say to um, support Destiny. Hello. Go on. Who's this? Hello? I can't hear you. Um, let me just call out some numbers. I have a uh nine seven nine. Hello. Oh. Okay. Somebody be Yeah. How about six three two? Oh my goodness! What is going on? <laughs> I hear voices. I hear. I hear. <laughs> I hear people. <laughs> oh, I oh, they're on the phone. I see. Whoever that is is on the other line. They don't realize we're calling them in. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and talk, and if they get a chance to pop in there, you know, they'll go right ahead. So I just wanted to say to you that I'm very happy to have had you on the show today. Um, I'm I'm very proud that you have been so focused in your career and that you are, you know, staying serious and not letting, you know, obstacles get in the way to change your direction. And to let you know that, you know, all the people that you come in contact with, of course, are somebody who can really help you, Uh and they're there for a reason. Because okay. the God never gives you anybody that can't give a, a purpose to you in your life. That's right. Thank you and so much. You are doing such a great job. I'm going to, you know, let everybody that I come in contact, especially in Philly, because uh, mm-hmm. I've been in Philly all my life. That's just where I was born and raised, and I know a lot mm-hmm. of people there. But mm-hmm. I'm going to you know, keep on promoting your music all over the place as I go where I go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a mom of a of an artist too. My daughter is a rapper, and she's trying to do her oh, thing wow. to move up there. And she actually had a show at the Tritone um, on Sunday, and she did a pretty good job, and she's she's doing well. So I know oh, how it is for your mom to be there to support you and all. Okay. And it, it's always important to just, you know, make sure that she has your back and because there's some, some eels out there. Oh, yes, yes, and, they are. And they like to try to take over because some of them are all just about the money. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, that's, and you know that's, that's with any business. You just really got to watch, um, you know, watch who you come in contact with. And those who were with you from the beginning, uh, you know, kind of stick with them. I mean, unless they're poison to your relationship, you know, you, you stick with the people who um, were there from you in the beginning and you just keep going. That's what I can tell that's you. That's right. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, you can't have your cousin um, Day Day come out of nowhere and all of a sudden he wants to be your publicist. Right. <laughs> He's not doing my clothes. I have <laughs> Yeah, you know, you have some family members that help and some that harm, but, the, you know, everybody just loves you. So, you know, you just kind of have to wean out business between personal and, um, you know, just the ones who love you, you know, you keep them close. That's what I would tell anybody. So what is in store for Destiny now? What is your next step? 
the next step after performing, um, being a feature act at the Cuff Club is to, um, you know, release my album, which is Treasure Box. Um, we're in negotiations right now with Universal Records to, um, you know, put that wow. out. But, um, yeah. <laughs> So uh, we we actually have to go back in the studio and finish Treasure Box. It's halfway done, and um, you know, Carvin Higgins along with um, a few other producers um, are going to help me with the project. So you know, you guys listen out for Dustin Marie's album Treasure Box, and that's that's. Well, we most definitely will. That's a really nice title too. But how'd you come up with that? I left it to the person who knows how to make the best titles and the best names, which was my mom. You know, I said, Mom, uh-huh. I'm going to write this. I'm going to do this album. I'm going to write these songs, but I, I leave the title in your hand. You know, I, I'm the youngest of five, and I have a brother, twin brother named Desi. I have a sister named Raven. I have a Oh, it looks like my name. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I have a brother named Kyle and a sister named Yamika Love. So my mom is very creative, as you can hear, you know, with, with titles and names. So who better to do it but her? You know, I kind of stick with the technical part. But as, you know, writing the music, and as far as the, the company name and as far as the uh, album titles, we're going to do that to Mama. All right. Yeah. Well, while you're working with uh, Universal, you know, anybody else is an artist that they're working with, you just pass them on over here. Um, okay. We are collecting a large group of artists. We have so many people playing that for June. And um, we focus on every genre, so it's it's not any one particular thing. We we had a rock band on last week. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of jazz artists. We have a, a folk singer coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just so many people out there that are talented. And, oh yeah, you know, absolutely. It's, it's like a it's like a um, a rainbow coalition, oh, yeah. in a manner of speaking. You know, it's so many. And you know what? Things. And that's what the beautiful thing is about music. It's, it's so much great talent. It's not just one person who does all the songs and does all the dancing or, you know, one guy who does all the music. There's so many talented people out there. And if people like you know, if people could just give those um, talented people a shot, you would be very surprised, pleasantly surprised with, with the type of music that you would actually hear. So, you know, hopefully in the future we can hear more. Uh, we have more shows like yours who promote um, up-and-coming artists as well as those underground artists who are very talented but don't get the recognition that they truly deserve. So I look forward Absolutely. to Absolutely. Well, I hope to be working along with you you guys as well mm-hmm. because um, we are actually trying to put a, together um, a, um, a project um, mm-hmm. to bring Mingle's Own Network Radio out there in the open so we can just kind of scout for artists at some talent showcases that we're going to be doing to have them put on our show so we can promote mm-hmm. them. Because I'm, I'm moving the radio station to something more independent, which gets a whole lot more bandwidth and a whole lot more audience, um, okay. which would be helpful to a lot of people that, that need you Absolutely. out there. Absolutely. Yeah, we do some serious promotion. So um, I wanted to ask you one last question. Um, mm-hmm. You've you've collaborated with a lot of great people. Is there somebody out there that you, you know, you want to actually work with now? Um, although I, that's a good question, <laughs> but uh, although I've um, already performed and opened for him, I would love to get in the studio and actually work with John Legend. Um, I think he's one of those artists out there who will be around for a long time. He has his own style and uh, his his own way of doing things, and I can identify with John Legend um, more than most artists. Um, Besides John Legend, I would love one day eventually to work with Art Kelly. Uh, He, you know, aside from the personal life, he is a great talent, has been, and always will be a great talent. 
very versatile. Uh, Kanye West is, is crazy, you know, with his music. I think he's fantastic. Um, you know, once again, he's a young man who has um, things going on in his personal life, but he is a great talent. So, uh, right. you know, but anybody out there, you know, Prince, you know, um, there's so many people I can name that I really admire, and I would love to get in the studio and just see how they would interpret something for me to sing, you know, but I'm open to anybody who's artistic, just really artistic. I don't want the cookie-cutter music, the music that you ever heard before. I don't want that same stuff, you know. I want something that that's different and artistic and, you know, that breaks all boundaries. So those artists... Oh, are, absolutely. That's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, people are getting away from that. That's why um, there's the beauty of the Internet for independent artists. I've heard a lot of things that I have never heard before. And oh, yes. uh, they are, I even rap. I've heard some some rap that is just nothing like what they're playing on the radio. And it's so, it's so, it's, it kind of brings back the the old way of rap where it had a meaning and it was speaking oh, about yes. things that are happening in your community. And um, I mean, I've I've heard so many changes in music, but it doesn't get played on the radio, you know, right. like the mainstream radio. So um, they don't know, but there's a revolution going on in the internet mm-hmm. radio industry, Absolutely. and there's Absolutely. a lot of people who are providing a lot of, you know, ra- I, I mean, because if the artist gives us the permission to do this, and right. they're there on the show, we don't mm-hmm. have to worry about all these things that those big companies are trying to put in, all these laws and stuff like that, because oh, they're yeah. doing it for themselves. They're not doing it for the artists. Right. You know, they keep passing all these laws saying you can't play this, you can't play that. But that artist is sitting there, and that's their property. They are allowing you to play it. And so we let them know, if you want to be heard, you come right here. You go to any of our fellow network um, radio hosts. And I appreciate you doing this for for all of us out there. I just want to say that I appreciate people like you, people like Steve Harvey, who give new artists a chance. You know, so you are one of those people, one of those mavericks in the radio industry. And, you know, I just want to say truly thank you. We appreciate it. No problem, honey. And please pass the word around so everybody else can, like, come over here and let me do something. Because I, I, I do it for fun. I don't do it for any kind of monetary reasons. I do it because I love music and I love to help people. And that's exactly, you know, why I'm here. Uh, I'll get my, my godly compensation from some other place because, you know, the universe that's always right. hits back what you put out there. So that's I don't worry right. about that. And uh, before you go, um, will you please give us your website address um, for your MySpace or any other website address you have, and then a final shout-out of your upcoming um, CD. Absolutely. Um, That is www.myspace.com forward slash destiny.com. So, you know, destiny spelled D-E-S-T-I-N-E-E instead of the Y. And songs, S O N G S. So it's myspace.com forward slash destiny songs. Okay. And I'll go ahead and post that on um, some other sites and stuff for you, too, so don't worry about it. Thank you so much, Destiny. And I'll, before oh, they cut you. us off and I don't get to say goodbye, thank you so much <laughs> for coming in. Good luck thank to you. you. And please give Miss Patty a call and anybody else you think of that might <laughs> give for us, okay? Absolutely. <laughs> Girl, good luck with me. Her. I know. Thank I'm going to work on her. I'm going to work on her. Oh, thank you so much. Have a good time with your career and your life, girl. Enjoy it while you have it, okay? Absolutely. And I will definitely be talking to you guys again and keep you updated. And everybody out there who's listening, 
Um, don't forget to pick up the album Treasure Box. It's not in stores yet, but Ravinda will let you know. We love you, Ravinda. Yes, I will. Thank you. Thank you so much. Love you too, baby. Go All on, right. baby girl. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
appreciate it. Yeah, because I, I told her I was Paul, and, um, and when, when she's ready to do the, the album, um, we do another show. And also when she's about to do the press club, uh, we can get um, other promotions to let me do it.
in my throat for
feel me? I know I'm going to be in Cleveland on Saturday, but I don't know where else I'm going to be. So. But I'm going to battle you next week, so make sure you call in. I'm going to show you your complicated rock style. Feel me? Alright, bro, good looking on the call, man. Thanks for coming to the show. Yeah, AJ's are in Poverty, I might need to call. Call, so. Alright, four minutes left of the show. And uh, I want to thank everybody stop by tonight. Chill with us and hang out with us. Courtney, good looking on the entertainment. Mike, big ups on the punk ass bitch this week. And, uh, you know, it's all good.